Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews on Chicago government. I'm Dave Gloetz. In this episode, I was interviewed by the host of the Ben Jarofsky Show in late March to talk about recent Chicago City Council actions in the face of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Here's the interview. What went down at the City Council meeting? When was the City Council meeting again? There was supposed to be a full city council meeting on March 15th, but that was postponed till April 15th because of the pandemic. But the meeting that preceded it was on March 12th. It was a meeting of the council's committee on finance. Take us through what went down on March 12th, our city council in action. You know, we make fun of them all the time, but I miss them at this moment. Okay, Dave? Perhaps listeners have heard Mayor Lightfoot talk about a plan of hers to use taxpayer dollars to what the administration says, quote, attract private capital, unquote, that would jumpstart commercial development on the south and west sides. I don't know. Have you guys talked about this project? Yes, we've talked about this. Jeanette Taylor, Alderwoman Jeanette Taylor, and we've had conversations about this. The project is called Invest Southwest. Yes. And until recently, pretty much all we knew is that, one, the planning department is leading the project, and two, we knew which specific south and west side neighborhoods the city wants to focus on. Well, at the March 12th Finance Committee meeting, the administration revealed that it wants to pay a contractor, which it's already picked, to do marketing for a dozen what they call priority corridors. And the administration revealed that it wants to pay that contractor as a source of funding using 18 TIF districts. Are you with me so far? Yeah, I'm following you, yes. What they've done is, as I said, they have identified a dozen priority corridors that they're going to focus attraction of capital. And like I said, they're going to hire this contractor to do marketing of each of the 12 corridors. And this is even before they've done any development. So that's interesting in and by itself, but we're not going to go there. Mm -hmm. But anyway, in the finance committee meeting, one of the corridors that drew heat is what they're calling the 79th Street Priority Corridor, because guess what? It runs along 79th Street. Yeah. And it's mostly, in terms of uh, the city council, it's mostly in the 7th and 8th wards, which is just west of the lakefront. But the west end of the corridor touches the 5th ward, whose alderman is... Fifth Ward, Leslie Hairston. That's correct. There was an initial version of the ordinance that the committee was looking at that showed only a particular TIF district called the 71st Stony Island would fund this marketing effort on 79th Street. And the law department corrected that and said the marketing of that corridor would be funded by an additional TIF district, namely Avalon Park South Shore. And that's in a different ward than the 71st Stony Island TIF district, which is mostly in the 5th ward. Well, this set off Alderman Hairston. <laughs> Let's listen. The 79th Street corridor is not in the 5th ward. There might be a corner that I have that is part of it, which is part of the Stony Island TIF. Yet the city over the past years has gone to my Stony Island TIF to take money to build projects in other wards. Um, so I have been unable for the past 15 years to access the full amount of my TIF dollars because DPD has seen fit to use them in other wards. 
but I have projects in my ward that I want to have funded, which the Department of Planning and Development is aware of, and they want to tell me no, that I can't fund it in my ward, but yet it's good to fund projects in other wards, which is totally and completely unacceptable. While a portion of the 71st and Stony Island TIF touches that, I'm sure it is no more than 5%, if not 1%. How much is in the Avalon Park TIF? DPD t determines the... I need to know how much is in that Avalon need, Park TIF. to defer to DPD. Well, then defer to DPD. <laughs> we can get that to y'all. No, I need that now. Ooh. I need that now. You knew this was coming up down here. You should have brought it with you. It is no longer acceptable for you all to appear before this body with a nonchalant attitude as if it's just going to happen. And then you get to sit there and say, we'll get it to you later. And how many things that have come before this body and you said you'll get it to us later and we've never got it. It is unacceptable. So somebody better get me some answers right now. But you are not going to take money out of my ward to build things in other wards. You are just not going to do that when I have projects that my people want to see built. So apparently the proposed ordinance says that marketing of the 79th Street Corridor would be funded, quote, proportionally, unquote, from two TIF districts, one of which is in her ward. That's the one she's railing about. And so what happened is that Hairston demanded and got, during a committee recess, a real-time revision by the law department to the proposed ordinance, which spelled out that only 5% of the funding for the marketing of this quarter would come from the TIF district that's in her ward. Mm -hmm. So there was this all, you know, this uh, drama where the meeting was stopped and they went in the back room. There's literally a back room deal. I have to just politely disagree with her on one point. Money in the TIF slush funds are not her money. It's not in the case of second ward alderman Brian Hopkins when he did Lincoln Yards. His money, it's property tax dollars that all of us pay. No matter where the TIF district is, all of us pay more in property taxes so that money gets put into these slush funds. The Fifth Ward's getting the raw end of the deal because they don't have as much TIF money as downtown. Brian Hopkins gets much more TIF money than Leslie Harrison. So to view the TIF program as her TIF program, because it's on 79th Street, works against the South Side and the West Side. That's just one of the many scams in this program. This notion that individual TIF districts belong to individual aldermen or aldermen or communities works to the disadvantage of the very people who are supposed to benefit the most from the TIF program. If they felt that it was like a slush fund that benefited them, that they had ownership, then the administrations could continue to advance tax increment financing. Absolutely. And when people buy into that, you're buying into the notion, South Side of Chicago, that it's okay to have a smaller TIF slush fund for the South Side communities like Alderman Hairston's than the one that Brian Hopkins has on the North Side. Folks, it's a scam. And just talking about it, Dave, making me feel good, making just me feel reassured. All right, very good. Listeners, we always welcome your questions and comments and suggestions for future interviews. You can get those to us via email, if you like, via comment at shygov.com, that's C-H-I-G-O-V.com, via Twitter at C-H-I-G-O-V-T. And if you'd like to connect with us on Facebook, go to facebook.com slash insidegov, that's inside G-O-V. I'm Dave Gloetz. Thanks for listening.